This morning with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on the mighty 630 Chan. It is 15 minutes to the top of the hour and what happened yesterday? Things are going to change at Edmonton City Hall because of one guy. It does make you wonder how much uh, security will get ramped up or not. Oh. If you missed it, and, and you know, it's it's possible, I suppose. But we've been talking about it in the news. Morgan already mentioned it. It was the talk of the of the city certainly yesterday with a uh, lone gunman walking into City Hall and opening fire. Yeah, and he also multiple had, gunshots. Yeah, he also had Molotov, Molotov cocktails, cocktails on him. He he was dressed as a security guard. He took off his jacket and and started firing. He had uh, a long gun, and and the police said that, that it was capable of shooting many rounds mm-hmm. in a, in a short succession. So it sounds like that's a sounds like a semi-automatic, semi-automatic weapon. weapon. He, he, those are not the words that he used. No, he in said his a long gun. Conference. Yeah, the chief did. But gun. you know, they're all they always play it their cards close to the vest in the mm-hmm. in the initial time we'll see what happens with the investigation and we'll see how things roll along but uh, you know especially if you if you hop on uh, the global news website you can do so through 630ched.com first off great jobs by both our radio news uh, team here at 630ched and also the folks over at global news they, they did an amazing there. they were there so they were in a committee meeting mm-hmm. and covering the committee meeting uh, when when this happened and this is what it sounded like as the mayor was speaking uh, during this committee meeting so let's have that conversation, right? And yeah, uh, absolutely. follow up, follow up on offline. Shots being fired in City Hall. Yeah, Brianna Carson Smith, who was in that room. So it wasn't in City Council chambers. It was, no, it was uh, I think, it was in the room. River Valley room, um, just off uh, to the side uh, on the west end of City Hall. And she thought something had dropped because. Here in Canada, in Edmonton, we don't think it could possibly be what it sounds like. Um, So that's what she automatically went to. And then somebody came in and said, shots have been fired. We need to get you to a safe space. Very tense and scary moments. We were all ushered outside and that's where we are now. Police are surrounding the building and they were walking calmly with large guns into City Hall. So that was part of the live coverage from Global uh, yesterday mm-hmm. with Brianna after they got out. Uh, one of the amazing stories that are coming out of this and will continue to come so out of this. So many stories. So many stories. Uh, but uh, the, 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 the gunman apparently taken down by an unarmed commissioner. Kudos. Tackled him, held him down. Don't know exactly how that came down, but held until police could arrive, handcuff the uh, suspect, and take him away. And in in all of this, no one was hurt. That is a stunning bit of luck with Mm -hmm. bullets flying around a public venue where children, there was a grade one class uh, in touring. Yeah, in council chambers. So we have no idea what the motive was for this. But if he was looking to target, if he was angry, looking to target a a politician, um, he wouldn't have found them in council chambers. He would have found a bunch of one-year-olds from Edmonton Public Schools. Hopefully they are they are being spoken to by counselors and, and they are okay. And obviously at that age, maybe they don't understand the gravity of it, but the parents sure damn do. Oh, uh, it yeah. must have been terrifying for them. And I know Brianna, I, I saw one of her hits on Global Edmonton yesterday, and she just came back from mat leave. She has a little baby at home, and immediately she called her husband to say, I don't know what's going to happen here, but I love you. And um, just I just want to have that conversation with you because I don't know how this is going to end up. So it's, it was terrifying for those Absolutely people who were inside. Now, yeah, again, lucky that nothing happened. What was this 
guy shooting at seemed to be mm-hmm. random, just firing shots. So what were the motives? What was the reasons? Getting in, it's a public building. Mm-hmm. Getting in is not a, a shock at all. It was supposed to came up through the parkade, up the elevator, away you go. If you've ever been there, it's not that busy most of the time. I've been through that parkade lots of times. And there's, it's, 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 maybe it's just the hours that I've been in there. But it's pretty easy to access a Wait, public walk, building. Walk through the front door, unlike the Alberta legislature, where, you know, as when I was a kid, you could drive around the Alberta legislature. You do P- Purple City, and now there's a big barricade with a guy at a, at a station, and, and you, you aren't getting anywhere close to the Alberta legislature. And before, when I was covering news and when I was covering the, uh, the ledge, mm-hmm. you'd be able to just walk into the building. Now you're stopped at the front door. Uh, you were, you know, if there's anything that you have, you have to put it in a little... Um, you know, a little tray, and you have to go through a metal detector. So there's no access to the Alberta legislature um, unless you're going through some security. No easy access. Uh, Security consultant Neil LeMay has actually worked security at the legislature, so Global News talked to him last night about, you know, the the security risk in public buildings. Constantly have to be on your guard. Uh, You have to get it right every hour, every day, whereas somebody who comes in there toting a gun or, you know, a knife or something, they only have to get it right once to do a lot of serious is harm. Yeah, and that's the other thing. It can be so quiet. 364 days of the year, just in that one moment, they're going to be ready to go. Yeah, and I know that Amarjeet, so he didn't take questions yesterday, actually uh, put out uh, a statement, um, uh, a video a little bit later, saying that we want it to be open. So we'll see. Maybe maybe they're not going to shut it down like uh, the Alberta legislature, but y- you wouldn't blame them if they did, because that, that was pretty scary stuff. Oh, and that's going to go into a review. They'll figure out uh, what, they, what they plan to do, what they will do. Maybe you'll see security enhancements oh sorry maybe there will be security enhancements that you don't see mm-hmm. maybe there Possibly. are other ways to, to try and take care and, and improve the security uh, not necessary to keep everybody out but to be able to react even faster even faster than what had already happened and again i keep coming back to the unarmed commissioner somebody had a lot of guts and oh. was and and took it upon themselves to try and make sure that this remained and a very lucky situation where no one was hurt or yeah, I, killed. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping at some point that uh, some media organization gets an interview with him and we know his name and, and we know the story and we know exactly what happened so we can, you know... Raise him up a little bit because what he did was extremely brave. He had, he had no... He was unarmed, yep. and he he put his life on the line to, to save others at uh, at City Hall. And maybe he wants to remain anonymous, and that's and that's and okay that too. would be fine too. Yeah, yep. maybe you don't want uh, that kind of attention. Uh, be much more on that as we continue over the next few days. We have tons planned for you this morning. On this morning, we'll dive into some of that. Six thirty, Chad. This morning podcast with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. So our, our email was blowing up yesterday, even though we're off shift, we're hanging out doing whatever we do, Stacy and I. Uh, but the email starts going, there's shots fired at City Hall, and then we see immediately all the things, and, and as we tend to do, follow it along. But mm-hmm. there are some people who had no idea what was going on at City Hall, that there were shots fired, a gunman, uh, nobody injured, nobody killed, but no idea that it was going on until... Yeah. Well, that's that's our that's, that's our gig. That, that's, that's what we our do. Gig, yeah. So our, it's our job, and I guess at this point, uh, after so many decades in the news, that we are addicted to information. And of course, I, I watched 
religiously than <laughs> Global Edmonton yesterday, and yeah. all they did an amazing job yeah, covering really this did. with humanity because they talked to Brianna Carson Smith, who was a reporter who was in a committee meeting mm-hmm. when the shots were fired with a bunch of other politicians, right? Mm-hmm. With a bunch of politicians that were there for for the meeting and uh, her reaction, and you know personally how she felt, and you just. Yeah. You know, how would you react in a situation like that is probably what would go through your mind. And, and thank goodness the, the, this man was taken down and there was no uh, injuries or death, as you mentioned. But, uh, yeah, a lot of people did get this text message saying, what the heck, this is the first time I'm hearing of this. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, uh, there was a committee meeting that was going on. Global cameras were in there. They were yep. watching the, the meeting. And then this was the sound as, as the mayor was talking. So let's have that conversation, right? And yeah, absolutely. Uh, follow up. Follow up on it, Yeah, gunshots. You can hear him in the background. And you never think that that's a, that would no, no. be gunshots. So if somebody your mind dropping just things and, you and says, "Oh, well, yeah. that's something, something else," or somebody dropped something, or you know, something's going, something else is going on. One, okay, somebody dropped something, but then you hear multiples, and you start to go, "Okay, there's something going on." And then Brianna also said uh, uh, later she was continuing to report uh, throughout the day. Then security came in, locked the doors, yeah, and then got everybody spaces, outside yeah. as quickly as possible. Uh, so yeah, the mayor was in the middle of all that too, and uh, was he grateful for the uh, security response? You bet he was. On behalf of my council colleagues, I want to thank the City Hall security, peace officers, Edmonton Police Service, and Edmonton Fire Rescue Service for acting quickly to ensure the safety of everyone in the building. Well, EPS headquarters right across the street, pretty much. It's it's yeah. less than a block away. So, of course, they were there quickly. And uh, earlier, we, we were talking about this unarmed commissioner mm-hmm. who happened to be just, you know, doing his job at City Hall. Uh, and usually his job probably entails nothing Look, like this no. on a day-to-day basis, you know, ushering people there, answering questions about, you know, where this room is. Mm-hmm. And he helped take down this gunman until police uh, arrived. And so him, uh, yeah. I'm sure we will be hearing more about uh, that guy in the in the coming days. Absolutely. And uh, Chief Dale McPhee uh, talked about uh, that commissioner and, and thanked them for, for their speedy response and then also talked about the police response. EPS members and City Hall security responded within minutes, putting the building on lockdown and determined the suspect. It is also worth noting that it's an unarmed commissioner that initially detained this individual. His actions were above and beyond, and for that we are grateful while the officers got there within mere minutes. Yeah, absolutely. It all worked, luckily, in that moment. But uh, the fact somebody got in, they had a gun, they were able to go through and actually open fire within City Hall. It, uh, there was some security video you can also see. I don't know how Global got that, uh, but it's it's pretty stunning to see. Of course, you can uh, see it on the, the Global Edmonton uh, Facebook page and, of on course, the website. On, on the website. Actually, you can't see it on, Facebook, see it on Facebook anymore. Just, yeah, yeah, you can just see it on the website. Yeah, and, and, and some people have asked about why why the, uh, the gunman's uh, face is blurred out in that. Well, no charges have been laid as of yet. Yet. So, uh, you know, that, that decision might be uh, changed down the road a little bit if and when, well, charges are going to be laid, I would think. I'm, well, I'm no sure expert, will but I'm, I'm pretty sure charges will end up being laid. And we'll actually uh, be talking to a Global Edmonton cameraman who was in that committee meeting coming up at uh, 7 o'clock about what he experienced and, and, and what he felt and sort of talk us through exactly the security measures that you have to go through. I know Brianna, uh, the Global Edmonton reporter, said that, you know, there is a metal detector before she goes into this room, but mm-hmm. they sort of just 
rudimentally checked her pass and 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 she just went through. So, uh, will there be changes to security at City Hall? Maybe. You know, you can't walk through the Alberta legislature willy-nilly. You got to go through security. You got to go through a metal detector. Mm -hmm. You know, you will be checked over. Why are you here? Do you have an appointment? And I remember the days where you could just sort of walk in and walk around the fountains and you can go to those really cool spaces. Mm -hmm. And of course, you can see the palm trees at the the very top of, of the dome. But that doesn't happen anymore. No. There's a reason for you to be there. I think it's a different kettle of fish when you're talking to City Hall because there are still city services that are offered That's through true. City Hall. That maybe you, You're not going down to, to, to pay your utility bill at the legislature, but sometimes for your taxes, you can at City Hall. So it's still a public building with public services. So it, it might be, as we said a little bit earlier this morning, there will be security changes, but maybe you won't see them, mm-hmm. but they will be there. And you won't probably hear what those security changes are because they don't want others to know, like an individual, a lone person walking in. There's lots of speculation about motive. Nobody has any idea. Yeah. Well, maybe some people do, but they're not saying at this point what the motive was, but I'm sure you know, they're talking to this guy, so we'll see. You already think it's hard enough to, to get people to run for office? Yeah. Um, that That's scary. You know, who was he targeting? Who was he going after? But it didn't seem like he was targeting anyone when you just look at the video and based on the on the on we what just has been a, said. A very, very quick, small amount. like three second video of him mm-hmm. uh, shooting out a, a, a window. I'm not even exactly sure where he was. I think he was just outside of council chambers. So he was pretty darn close. And inside council chambers weren't politicians. They no. were grade one students from on Edmonton tour. Public Schools on, on a tour learning about our municipal government and, and how different levels of government work. And that is scary and terrifying, uh, especially as as a mom. I, I can't imagine what they were going through when when a mom or a dad got a text or, or saw oh, uh, I it on imagine. social media going, yeah. uh, that's where my kid is right now. But everyone left safely, and I'm sure that counselors will be speaking to those little guys. And Global Edmonton got a shot of, of them leaving because they, they boarded an ETS bus so they could get uh, shipped back to their school. Yeah. And just their little feet. And they were witness to this. This is something that doesn't happen in Edmonton very often, yeah. if not well ever. I know that there was a shooting you know, a number of years ago at the Alberta Legislature. Mm-hmm. Really long time. I think Ralph Klein was in office I, at I, that I, time. I, yeah. Long time and ago. there's still a bullet hole in uh, in the elevator there. Uh, the mayor did talk about sort of that emotional traumatic impact and about having some uh, some help available to to people who were there because yes there were the kids there that's going to be something the public schools will help just to make sure that they're okay maybe they're not even pro- maybe they're so young that they don't process maybe that's that might be a good thing we'll see there are an awful lot of civilians in in mm-hmm. city hall a lot of people a lot of city hall employees so certainly the mayor was talking about making sure that they're going to get some help. My office has been working closely with the administration and we will follow the advice of the security professionals as we determine the next steps. To the city staff impacted by this event and to the families, I share your trauma. Please know there are sports available for you through the Employee and Family Assistance Program. Yeah, so, and that that's all going to come out as we go throughout the day. Still, uh, City Hall will be closed down, I believe, uh, for the rest of the day today, at least just as we go through. There's some burn marks because there were Molotov cocktails that were apparently mm-hmm. used uh, uh, by this individual. So there, there's some things to repair and then just figure things out. <laughs> just take pause, take a step and figure things out uh, and steps forward. So. Yeah, because those things do affect you. Absolutely. Uh, later in life, and, and maybe, you know, loud noises uh, could make you jump a little bit more. Um, yeah, no, 
it's 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 something that we're going to be talking about for a while. 618 here on This Morning with Stacey Brotzel and Daryl McIntyre. Just before we go into the break, Stacey, you were talking about, uh, you know, how this could be a traumatic mm-hmm. uh, incident for the folks at City Hall who were there as the shots were ringing out and you wonder what's going on. And and, and, and I, I knew some of your background. You, you alluded to it, but I wasn't sure whether you, it was a road you wanted to go down. Because you, you speak from some experience as far as the long-term trauma of a scary incident. Yeah, uh, I was a victim of crime. Uh, back in 1999, I was working at A Channel at the time, which is, was on uh, Jasper Avenue. And I was just sitting there, actually, funny enough, waiting for my camera person uh, to arrive uh, to go on a shoot. And so I was doing a word find <laughs> in an actual newspaper, You've sitting never- next to her assignment editor. And I saw him open up a package and I saw him open up uh, a videotape. And something exploded in this videotape. It it turned out to be uh, a bomb. It was filled with razor blades. Uh, uh, Luckily, Garnet Lewis was was the assignment editor at the time. He he noticed that something was wrong and quickly closed it, and that prevented it from fully detonating. Or else things would have been very very different for me and for Garnet. He did uh, suffer more injuries than I did. I was taken to hospital, but there's you know there's there's certain things that. Um, that bother me uh, still. Like sudden bangs. Sudden bangs. I'm I'm not good at uh, at jump scares. I I can't physically open a bottle of champagne because of the force mm. of and, and even if I'm around uh, a bottle of champagne opening or a sparkling wine and just that that force of of nature where it's just sort of this this explosion. I I can't do it. Um, yeah, so there's there's certain things that haunt you, and so and that's, that's 25 it, years later, it's still there, it's, right? It's, it, and still it will be. And, and, and there's lots of people I worked with who've contacted me in the years since, saying I'm really having a hard time with this, mm. and so that's why it really is important to to talk to someone. I haven't talked to somebody about that. Um, I, I, so I don't think it affects my life very much, except in those, those rare moments. circumstances yeah. where it's like I, I can't be around this. It really makes me really makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So. And that's why it's so important that that family assistance program that the city has yes. is used, and not just oh, you know, everybody will get over. It's not a big deal. Nobody got hurt. Everything ended up turning out fine. That's a scary situation for for anybody to be in. Mm-hmm. So you, absolutely, those assistance programs are, are valuable, useful, and there are a lot of people who get some use out of that. I don't think I was offered one. I don't, you don't think what? I don't think I was offered to talk to somebody, maybe, or maybe I just thought, I just blew it off thinking, you know, I was younger and I just thought, yeah, it's, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I don't know that people uh, were, or some companies were as aware or concerned with sort of yeah. employee mental health uh, maybe, as maybe. What, what we and are these days. I open packages, unknown packages for a very long time. Oh, and no. In fact, I'd be like, here, can you open this? <laughs> to somebody else, <laughs> obviously joking. And there was a, a subsequent but that's to that, how you deal all with mail it. went through, uh, any mail that went to a channel uh, had to go through uh, a metal detector and a scan, just like you would at an airport. After a while, that uh, that died off a little bit. But uh, there were certain sort of triggers mm, that, no that, that happened. And, and for the people who were in City Hall and had to be rushed away, it, it there's going to be triggers from this, and it's something that uh, we need to think about. That is sometimes how you deal with things. That dark humor, that that uneasy laugh, but mm-hmm. it's it's a, it's a coping mechanism. It's how you sort of deal and go through that stuff. And just a, a heads up for people who hadn't heard of that story back in 1999, uh, the, the the bomb that went off at A Channel. Uh, they did catch the guy, and he was sentenced to uh, 12 years. He has. Uh, 
since been released. Yeah. Uh, hasn't contacted me. I have no idea who he is or where he is. I wouldn't, if I passed him by on the street, I wouldn't know who he is. Uh, I, I was there in court, but I can't remember what he looked like. Um, so, yeah. The, he's, he, was, he served his time, and I'm assuming he's out. Yeah, he'd also sent uh, sent uh, packages. There was a hoax letter bomb sent to the and then Edmonton Police Chief John Lindsay. There was another one, uh, an actual device that was sent to Calgary's Calgary Police, Police Chief. Chief. Yeah. That one was disabled before it uh, could actually explode. So there there were some other individuals who were targeted. Mm-hmm. And the way in police the caught them, caught this guy, was just fascinating. We don't have enough time to, to get into it, but police. They do amazing work when investigating these things, and I'm sure they're going to do their best finding out the motive behind what happened at City Hall yesterday. What was the motive? That is on so many people's minds uh, today. Uh, So much more on that. Morgan will continue to cover it uh, in your newscast as we go throughout the morning. As mentioned, we'll talk with a global uh, photographer who was in that uh, River City room. Who I actually worked with at A-Channel, too, so I don't know if he was there at the time. Round, round we go. Uh, But we'll talk to him if he was. I'm not sure. Much more of that all still to come. 6.30 Chad, this morning podcast with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. Good morning, everyone. It is uh, 7.06 all morning long. Uh, the topic of discussion on this show and probably the topic of discussion around breakfast tables this mm-hmm. morning is what happened at City Hall yesterday. A man came in. He had a, a, it looked like a security jacket on. He took the jacket off because we saw some uh, surveillance uh, video of this happening. He took out a long gun. It looked like a semi-automatic uh, gun. I'm not an expert, not a gun expert, but that's what it looked like. And and he also had Molotov cocktails. Uh, there was some shooting. There were obviously people working there, including uh, politicians. There was a, a grade one class in council chambers right nearby where this all shook down. And of course, uh, Global Edmonton, they were doing their job. They were in a committee meeting, not outside of council chambers, in another meeting room. And I think it was the River Valley room. Brianna Carson-Smith was the reporter. And uh, the videographer, Wes Rosa, was right there. And he actually had the camera on at the time and he joins us on the line. Good morning, Wes. Good morning, Stacey. Uh, yeah, Daryl here too, Wes. Uh, tell me about the moments. So you were just covering a committee meeting, standard fare. And in fact, you could even argue it's it's one of the less entertaining or exciting assignments you're going to get. Boy, did that ever change. Yeah, that's right. It was uh, a pretty, a pretty uh, quiet meeting. There was only maybe a dozen people in the room at the time only the two counselors and the mayor and uh i'd only been in the room probably 10 to 15 minutes and there was two loud bangs maybe a five or ten five second pause maybe and then i think three more i'm I'm a little foggy on it to be honest but i i it was uh it was more of a thud than i would have thought a gunshot would have been so i was uh I kind of thought that it might have been just some chairs falling over or something, and uh, I, I was I was nervous, but I wasn't that nervous because I, I thought it might have been something else. So, how long did it take to come to the realization that it was something else? Um, well, the security guard poked his head out awfully quickly, and he said, "Yeah, that's gunshots. They'll get you all back against the wall because they were." He was thinking on the off chance they might try shooting through the glass. So they said, everybody get back against the wall. That must have been scary. It was, yeah, for sure. Uh, every, yeah, everybody looked pretty rattled. And um, 
but uh, the, the security guys, did, they did a great job. They, they, didn't, they looked like they knew what they were doing. What went through your mind, though? Uh, I, you know, I didn't really have much time to think because they were kind of, they, they told us to put her back against the wall there for maybe just a few minutes and then they, we were out on the sidewalk in a matter of two, two to three minutes, really. And and so, so they just out the, the 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 committee room and then what into a stairwell uh, and just was, ushered out by security folks or how did that all work? Uh, yeah, somebody said uh, come stand against the wall. We stood there for I think two minutes, and then uh, they took us out a little side door, and then we were out on the parking lot. The the door was really close, so we were out right away. And what were people saying around you? You were in there with the mayor, some city councillors, some uh, bureaucrats, uh, obviously, Brianna, your reporter. What was the conversation like? We didn't really know what was going on because the fire alarm went off, too, and fire crews were there. They were there instantly. And so we were thinking maybe it was something fire-related almost, too. And then once you got outside, then, you know, I guess you just go into, into news coverage mode. Is that what you did? Or, or were you able to just go into doing your job? Yeah, uh, yeah I, I just grabbed my phone and started rolling because I left my camera inside. Mm-hmm. So I just started shooting video with my phone. And, uh, yeah, everybody that was evacuated, they were texting, supposes, and that kind of thing. And I just started shooting video with my phone. Yeah. It's pretty much what we default to, right? <laughs> we, we default to when things get a little difficult, we just just, just do our job. Um, tell us about, for people who don't go into City Hall very often, can you tell us about the security at City Hall? There is security. Um, it, it got increased, uh, I would say, about something happened maybe five to six years ago. I don't even remember what it is now, but they... They put metal detectors up by council chambers and then down by these meeting rooms that we were in, the River Valley room, and then there's one on the other side of the building. They put a metal detector there too about five years ago. So if you're a regular person, you would have to go through a metal detector to get into one of these public meetings where they, they talk to the public on taxes or whatever. But walking around the main floor, anybody can just go walk in and go up to the information booth there or, or go to the coffee shop. It's just going in the main door is really easy. Yeah, and we, we, we had talked about a little bit earlier this morning. There are city services that are offered through that public building. So that's not surprising. People can just come in and then take, take advantage of those services. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so there's about four or five people that work at the information desk there. Uh, kind of right on the main floor and then there's a security office kind of on the other side and then there's the coffee shop down the hall and then there's the counselor's offices and there's I don't know probably a few hundred offices in that building and uh, it's it's really easy to get into 90% of the building like other than the mayor's office the counselor's office and council chambers. So what's your takeaway after all of this? When you got home and you, you finally, you know, put the camera down and you're out of the situation and you just deep breath and, and you, you look back at what happened, how are you digesting that? Uh, I, I think it could have been an awful lot worse. I mean, no, you know, it took me till midnight to piece, piece it all together because I was so busy all day. But uh, 
it's I mean maybe maybe I'm a little surprised that this hasn't happened sooner I mean there's uh, a lot of disgruntled people out there and we run into them every day and I'm, I'm sure they fill up your inbox every day so I mean you know they thankful that this nobody got hurt yeah. for sure and then uh, I don't know maybe I'm a little surprised that this hasn't happened a little sooner but in terms of processing this yourself, uh, I did relay the story of, of the bomb over at A-Channel in uh, 1999. Uh, I was a victim of crime there when, when the bomb exploded right in front of me. I know I've known you a really long time. Were you working at A-Channel at that time? No, that was just a year or two before I got there. Before you started. And I know that there are some things that you sort of work through after something like this happens. Do you, do you expect that that might be an issue? And is, you know, are, are you planning on, on sort of dealing with some of the, 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 the emotions that may be residual after this event? Uh, I mean, yeah to, yeah, to be honest, I didn't sleep that great last night. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the folks that work were really good. They're, they said, if you need to take tomorrow off, go for it. And, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't decided if I've taken the day off yet, but uh, I, I don't know. Um, well, it's I'm something not, that you'll, you'll process, right? Mm-hmm. Figure yeah, it out. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, get, you know, get back to me in a day or two. I kind of haven't really put it all together yet. Yeah. Understandable. Hey, I Wes, thank you so much. Appreciate you uh, hopping up early on what may end up being a day off and chatting with us this morning. Uh, yeah, no time. No, no problem, guys. Have a great day. Thanks, right. Wes. That was Wes Rosa, Global Edmonton uh, photojournalist. He was there when shots were fired. He was just off on a, in, in a committee room doing his job, like so many other people that were in the building at the time.